Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farmers support pending approval of the Canada-U.S.-Mexico trade agreement. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies. Wind northwest 20. The high today minus 19. The wind chill near minus 32. Risk of frostbite low minus 30. Wind chill minus 39 tonight, minus 33 overnight, and risk of frostbite. Wednesday, cloudy, periods of light snow in the morning, wind southeast 20. The high tomorrow, minus 19. The wind chill minus 36 in the morning, minus 29 in the afternoon, and risk of frostbite. The low tomorrow night, minus 24. Thursday, periods of snow with a high minus 14. 60% chance of evening flurries Thursday, the low minus 19. Friday clearing, the high minus 19, the low minus 29. Saturday sunny, the high minus 23, the low minus 21. Sunday sunny, the high minus 14, the low minus 19. Monday sunny, the high near minus 11. Normal high for this date, minus 8, the normal low minus 19. The sun rose at 8.48 this morning, it sets at 4.55 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek again for the second day in a row. It's at minus 6 today. The cold spot, Uranium City, at minus 32, also second day in a row. Estevan, minus 21. Saskatoon, minus 23. Swift Current, minus 11. Weyburn, minus 17. Yorkton, minus 20. In Regina, sunny and minus 18. That's zero Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west, northwest at 15. Humidity is 82%. The barometer dropping, 102.4. Sunny and Moose Jaw, minus 14. Winds are from the west at 15. Once again, Regina, sunny and minus 18. That's zero Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest. Sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. An agreement has been reached on a new North American free trade deal. Mexico's president told reporters this morning that Canadian, U.S. and Mexican representatives will sign it in Mexico City. Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland is in Mexico City to represent Canada. APAS President Todd Lewis welcomes the news of a pending agreement. It's good. Uh, puts uncertainty around the uh, agreement. Uh, we've uh, always said that... Uh, you know, really the North American market is, is uh, co-dependent on each other. You know, it's, especially in agriculture, we're so interconnected that uh, it's important that uh, just for the good of industry in all three countries that uh, the agreement gets put in place. And so we're certainly hoping that the negotiations continue and we, we they come to a... a a point here where we're able to find everything and uh, get on with business as usual. Despite a few squabbles and differences of opinion along the way, Canada's relationship with the U.S. and Mexico has remained strong. There's always been irritants, right? And uh, you hear a little bit on the livestock side about the country of origin labeling stuff. Maybe 
you know, still kicking around in some some quarters in the United States, especially. But I think with the signing of this, hopefully that uh, we can get past those irritants and, as I say, just get on to uh, normalized trade. And you know, and like I said, it's it's really to the good of all three countries. Certainly, Minister Merritt spoke to us last week at our convention and talked about the great trade relationship between Saskatchewan and Mexico and and the opportunities there to uh, increase trade. It's just a good news story all around. U.S. ratification of the USMCA agreement has been stalled for months as congressional Democrats and organized labor bickered with Mexico over labor rights as well as the deal's treatment of steel and aluminum. The Canadian government appears to be waiting for the U.S. to ratify the deal before signing the agreement. The latest figures from the Canadian Grain Commission show 73% of the spring wheat is in the top two grades, while 16% of samples submitted are number three. The Chief Commissioner of the Grain Commission, Patty Miller, spoke at the APAS meeting last week in Regina and says there was a wide range of issues discussed with delegates. People wanted to know where we were at with the Canada Grain Act review. And that's a challenging question right now. Certainly, there have been a number of recommendations to look at the review. It was, or to look at the Canada Grain Act. It was included in the budget 2019 before the election. We've had a Treasury Board regulatory process as well as economic strategy tables that have suggested the act needs modernizing. And of course, there have been previous attempts. So, I don't think it's a question of whether it should be reviewed, the challenge right now is when. We've got a, a new government in place now and their elected officials and, and cabinet are looking at the process of setting those priorities and, and um, so until we, we have that, they have that sort of discussion, uh, we don't know exactly where it sits in the list of priorities. The minister obviously has some pretty big challenges in front of her with trade issues, discussions on business risk management programming. So, you know, she'll be talking to her colleagues, I'm sure, about where this fits in the, in their priority setting. Undoubtedly, the uh, late harvest was part of the discussion. How much of the wheat, uh, what did your survey find in terms of grades? Well, yeah, that was a very interesting discussion as well. You know, our survey's not actually finished yet because of the challenges in Western Canada. We extended the deadline for farmers to submit samples to our harvest sample program. We've extended that deadline until the end of December. And just a shout out to all the farmers who've taken the time to send in samples already. It is so much appreciated. We are working with Cereals Canada and Siggy right now out on new crop missions talking about the crop quality and it's it's from those samples that we're able to to do that. So what we've seen to date on CWRS, we've got 31% grading number one, 42% grading number two, and 16% grading number three. In, in Durham, we've got 26% number one, 24% number two. And canola, we've got about 85% of the crop in Western Canada grading number one. So, you know, obviously not as good as we've seen some years. Part of the the bigger challenge is, is around where the numbers are on dawn and falling number. So those aren't part of our statutory grade system, but a lot of grain companies are including those quality factors in farmers' contracts, so that was a big topic of discussion as well. And what are you finding there with those numbers? Well, they are—they have been a challenge for sure. 
what we've seen so far is about 48% of the crop is above the falling number limits, so on the good side of the falling number, but that's, you know, that's not as good, obviously, as we've had in past years. And we're not having as many problems. They're not seeing as many problems with, with Dawn. So for farmers, you know, making sure that they understand what's in their contract and what they're signing and what um, companies, how companies may or may not be discounting them for those tests is really, really important because they're not statutory grades the CGC can't get involved in any disputes unless both the farmer and the company that he's working with agree to that. So best protection for a farmer is to make sure that he knows what he's signing or she knows what she's signing. If you send a a sample into our harvest sample program, we will give you results. It's not an official sample, but at least it's something uh, that helps farmers understand what they've got in their bin when they talk talk to grain companies. Patty Miller is the Chief Commissioner of the Canadian Grain Commission. She spoke last week at the APAS meeting in Regina. Coming up, part two. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds, they're held over, they're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A group of Canadian business organizations are calling on Ottawa to support the World Trade Organization. The business organizations, which include several businesses like the Canadian Chamber of Commerce and the Canadian Agri-Food Trade Alliance, is worried about U.S. efforts to shut down a key component of the dispute settlement mechanism at the WTO. The Canadian business groups say the World Trade Organization plans a critical role in protecting rules-based international trade and resolving disputes. However, for the past couple years, the U.S. has blocked reappointments to the WTO's appellate body, which is the last court of appeal in trade disputes. The appellate body requires three adjudicators, and terms of two of the three are to expire today, making the body unable to function. The Canadian business groups are calling on all World Trade Organization members to intensify efforts to restore the full function of the WTO. The business organizations say the World Trade Organization has enabled an enormous expansion in global trade and prosperity, and countless jobs and industries in Canada and elsewhere depend on the preservation of a rules-based global trading system. A farm equipment dealership in southern Saskatchewan has received a huge honour. Weyburn-based E. Barassa & Sons has been named Dealer of the Year by the Western Equipment Dealers Association. Owner and general manager Curtis Barassa was honored in receiving the award. Yeah, Jim, I'm just uh, very honored and humbled to have even been nominated for such a prestigious award. It it truly is an honor and it is the highest award given out by the organization. So definitely excited and, and proud to have received it. What does it mean to E. Barassa and Sons? Well, it means a lot. It it really means that, you know, we're we're being recognized in the industry for our performance, community service, and it means so much because it's actually 
you know, voted on by the board and by our peers. So it's it's very special. Tell me a little bit about Ebras and Sons. What dealerships do you have? Uh, we're operating uh, four stores in southern Saskatchewan. We have about 120 staff, and you know the business has been around since 1924. So we're uh, we're 95 years old this year, and and obviously very proud of uh, the history and the the legacy that is now into the fourth generation of Barassas. The Western Equipment Dealers Association includes more than 2,000 dealers from Western Canada and five Western U.S. states. The Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission has released results of its 2019 director elections. The winning candidates include Leslie Kelly, who farms near Watrous. Leslie is the farmer behind the High Heels and Canola Fields blog. Leslie co-founded the Do More Agriculture Foundation, whose mission is to break barriers and support all farmers in taking care of their mental well-being. Also on the Sask Wheat Board is Glenn Tate, who farms near Miota. He has served on the local RM Council and is the APAS representative. The third successful candidate is Jocelyn Vallistuck, who farms near Broadview. She's an agronomy consultant and the current president of the Saskatchewan Soil Conservation Board. She has also served on the Broadview Agriculture Society Board. Of the 3,300 votes, 2,300 were by paper ballot and almost 1,000 producers voted online. Farmers from PEI and Quebec are this year's top winners in the Outstanding Young Farmer competition. Justin and Laura Rogers are seventh-generation farmers in PEI. They operate a mixed farm with pedigreed seed, forages, and beef cattle. The 75-head beef herd is being converted to a dairy operation. Simon McCode and Mylene Bork operate a dairy farm in Quebec and are planning to diversify into potatoes. There were seven regional finalists in the competition, including Jason Ranger of Shellbrook, Saskatchewan. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell 30 cents at 421.88. Oats dropped $2 at 199.75. Number one red spring wheat declined 44 cents at $207.94. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 266.39. Feed barley, 157.68. Flax, 521.35. Lentils, 372.50. Yellow peas, $244.89. Feed wheat, 156.83. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is down one cent at 5.12 and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of December 10th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Heiferet sold from $1.20 to $1.30. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.85. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.70. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $0.93 cents to $1.03. We had a bred cow sale here on Friday. Good young bred cows sold from $1,500 to $2,050. Middle-aged bred cows sold from $1,200 to $1,500. The older bred cows sold for slaughter price. Good big bread heifers sold from $1,600 to $1,900, and the smaller bread heifers sold from $1,200 to $1,600. We had our last pre-sorted sale of the year last Monday. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.22 and sold it to $2.51. 
500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.18 and sold up to $2.37. 550 to 600-pound steers averaged $2.10 and sold up to $2.26. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2 and sold up to $2.14. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $1.96 and sold up to $2.06. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.90 and sold up to $2. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.75 and sold up to $1.94. Heifers were about 30 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 8,300 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 110 to 147 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,200 head, selling in a range of 113 to 145 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up 10 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3235. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.58 cents U.S. The weekly national base price moved lower by 54 cents U.S. at 100 rate compared to last week, putting the values at the second highest level going back to 2015 and 2% higher than the three-year average. Western Corn Belt, on the other hand, was at the lowest seasonal value in the past five years and 16% lower than the three-year average, but has seemingly found the bottom two weeks ago on weekending November 30th and has shown some signs of recovery ever since. With only three marketing weeks left in 2019, cash markets are called steady heading into the new year, assuming no major market factors surface. On that note, the final touches of the new NAFTA agreement is widely expected and an announcement on progress will be revealed later today and potentially a more official announcement on Wednesday. Lean hog futures initially moved higher on the good news but have backed off since the open. The outlook today, partly cloudy, wind northwest 20. The wind chill near minus 32 today, risk of frostbite. The low tonight, minus 30. Wind chill minus 39 tonight, minus 33 overnight. Cloudy Wednesday, periods of light snow in the morning, wind southeast 20. The high minus 19. Minus 29 in the afternoon for the wind chill and risk of frostbite. The low, minus 24. Regina, sunny and minus 18, that's zero Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.